This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, there's some good news, and there's some really bad news. There's some fun surprises, and then we got to drop the hammer. First of all, week 13 is now in the books. Whoa. It is hard to believe. We only have five weeks left in the NFL season. Five weeks left. That's it. And so it becomes even tenser. It becomes even more of a reality show and dramatic and must-see TV and all those things we love about the NFL because... A lot of these teams are running out of time. And my goodness, are we running out of quarterbacks? Is that what's happening right now in the NFL? We are running out of quarterbacks. I know there are injuries every single year. So I can't tell you that it's worse this year than it's ever been. But I do know the list of quarterbacks that we've lost to either serious injuries or season-ending injuries continues to grow and swell and drive a stake in our hearts. Right now, it might be easier to tell you the teams that still have their starting quarterbacks as opposed to the ones who do not. But just for the sake of argument, the teams that have not made quarterback changes this year, how refreshing for the Miami Dolphins. No wonder they're sitting in the top seed in the AFC. Dolphins and Bills still have their starting quarterbacks. The Jets have used seven different starting quarterbacks. Okay, not yet, but there's still time. The Patriots have used two, but they just threw Bailey Zappi in this past weekend. So they went the first 10 or 11, 10 with Mac Jones before they finally gave in. The Ravens still have Lamar. The Steelers will likely have to start Mitch Trubisky this weekend. We'll hear from Mike Tomlin coming up. The Browns, well, you know about Deshaun Watson, and then P.J. Walker, and then Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and now Joe Flacco. Do you know, if the Jets start Trevor Simeon this coming weekend, that would be their fourth starting quarterback? So the Jets and the Browns alone would have used eight or will have used eight different quarterbacks. That is absurd. Two teams, 14 weeks, 
starting quarterbacks? The Bengals will talk about tonight extensively, but of course they're adjusting to life without Joe Burrow, who was there on the sidelines for Monday Night Football. Was out there working with Jake Browning. Insisted on traveling with the team, even though he cannot play because of the wrist injury. And then that brings us to the AFC South and Jacksonville, who is now potentially going to adjust to life without Trevor Lawrence. Again, we're waiting to find out. We don't know yet. But he had to be helped off the field. Helped all the way to the locker room. Not sure what happened to the Jaguars cart. Did it run out of gas? I mean, how about push the cart? Like you're at the grocery store then. The Colts, they lost their rookie starter a long time ago. Texans still have CJ. The Titans... Well, they've used three different quarterbacks. Two of them have started, including Will Levis, who's the rookie now. The Chiefs still have Pat. The Broncos still have Russell Wilson. Chargers still have Justin Herbert. The Raiders have started three different guys. Have you heard the latest rumor, by the way, about Jimmy Garoppolo? He could get cut by the Raiders and signed by the Patriots. Could you imagine... Could you imagine if Jimmy Garoppolo ends up back with the Patriots after all of that? That's ridiculous. Don't say that, though, because it might not be. Where else would they turn? I mean, heck, this is Bill Belichick who even brought in Cam Newton for a season. I really can't control that. We'll go over that at some other point during this particular show, but it... Yeah, it caught my attention. I wondered why Jimmy G was trending on Twitter, and I went to look at it, and that's one of the rumors. I don't know if we can call it a report yet. It's speculation out there. Garoppolo got traded at the end of his rookie deal, uh, well, halfway through his his final year of his rookie deal because Bill Belichick knew he wasn't going to be able to keep him. Brady wasn't retiring. Brady wasn't leaving. Bob Kraft wasn't going to cut him, obviously. And so Garoppolo was going to walk. If they let his deal run out without doing anything, Garoppolo would have walked. So instead, they flip him to San Francisco. And yes, it was a smart move for the Niners. Kyle Shanahan. He and Garoppolo and the people around him, they got to a Super Bowl. There there were a lot of wins with Garoppolo as the quarterback. But you all know what happened. Couldn't stay healthy. So then Trey Lance. Of course, that didn't work out. So then Brock Purdy. Did you know it's exactly one year ago today that Brock Purdy took over as the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? Why? Because Jimmy G got injured. So then Garoppolo, after multiple years of being on the way out of the Bay Area, actually does leave, get to the Raiders. I don't know, maybe a Patriots reunion isn't a good idea considering that Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator in New England and then the head coach in Las Vegas who brought him on board. But either way, I mean, Josh may end up back in New England as well. Who are we kidding? But yeah, could you imagine the whole odyssey for him to end up back with the Pats? Wow, that would be something. (laughs) It would be something.
<laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. The Eagles still have Jalen. Cowboys still have Dak. We know about the Giants, Daniel Jones. He was on and off the field until he got injured. Tore his ACL, so he's out now until middle of next year at least. And the Commanders, well, they have Sam Howell. It's probably not their biggest problem. Would you rather have Tommy DeVito or Sam Howell? <laughs> Tommy DeVito has become a cult figure now. He's selling jerseys like nobody's business. It's kind of funny. Did you see he was playing pickup uh, football on Sunday morning just in New Jersey locally? With this, He's a popular Giants fan. His name is License Plate Guy. He's like, you know, one of the super fans. He has all these license plates. He invited Tommy DeVito to play fan, flag football with him on Sunday morning, and he played. I mean, it was a bye week. Yeah. Might as well stay in shape with a little flag football. Why not? Oh, oh, my gosh. He's a cult hero now. It's crazy. Anyway, that's the NFC East. Jared Goff still upright for the Lions. Vikings lost Kirk Cousins. They started Jaron Hall. Then they went to Josh Dobbs. Now we don't know what they're doing coming out of the bye because they're getting Justin Jefferson back. They very well could be starting a fourth different quarterback come this weekend. We'll see. The Packers... Okay, Jordan Love, looking pretty slick right now. Chicago Bears, well, Justin Fields has been unable to stay healthy, so they went with Tyson Bagent. No, that's fantastic. He and Tommy DeVito might be two of the most surprise and stunning and from the category of you can't make this stuff up storylines in the NFL this season. The Falcons have gone from Desmond Ritter to to Taylor Heineke back to Desmond. The Buccaneers have Baker. It's Baker's Bucks. The Saints with Derek Carr, but he's been injured multiple times. Jameis Winston. Gosh, they've used a bunch of Taysom Hill as well. Panthers have had Bryce Young for most of the season, but they also had to start Andy Dalton at least once, right? It was one game for Andy. The Niners still have Brock. The Rams... Have a healthy Matthew Stafford now, but I forgot who they started in place of him. Who they started in place of Matthew? Clayton Toon? No, that was no, the Cardinals. Yeah. Who started for the for the Rippin? Rams? Who Brett, Brett Rippin? Rippin? It was yeah. Brett Rippin. Yeah, it was Brett Rippin. That's right. Good call. Seahawks have Geno, and then Arizona has used three different quarterbacks, and but and now Kyler's back. Purdy missed one start, correct? For for Darnold or no? I could be wrong. Huh. Did he miss a start? Or there was a, hmm, I'm going to have to look now. Sam Darnold has played in a handful of games. Yeah, I think it might have been just that he played in one. Okay. Yeah. All right. But that's the growing list of quarterbacks. Now, we had been kind of keeping a running tally with the number of rookie QBs that had started games. We're at 10 now. And we've been at 10 now for the past couple weeks. But then, looking at the bigger picture with the number of different starters, so rookies or any other stage in their career, through week 13, with Joe Flacco and Bailey Zappi, the latest QBs to start, we were up to 52 different guys making starts. Now, think about this. In week 14, we could have Mitch Trubisky, 
CJ Beathard, and I forgot about potentially Trevor Simeon, too. He hasn't started yet for the Jets. He could. Oh, my gosh. That would be 55 different quarterbacks through 14 weeks. I'd have to go back and check, but I believe that would be a record. I'll have to go back and check, though. Don't quote me on that, the record part. And so we're still kind of figuring out how the rest of the season is going to look, right, as as teams continue to lose their starting QBs. But what's going to happen is we're going to get to the playoffs and the teams with the experienced veteran quarterbacks, you're going to see that cream rise to the top. Remember, no rookie quarterback has ever steered his team to a Super Bowl win. That's never happened. And when you get into these intense, supercharged, pressure-packed, atmospheres experience is valuable it really is it's a lot it'll make your head spin and we haven't even gotten to what's happening with the quarterbacks and the college ranks I'll talk about that a little bit later on we're obsessed with quarterbacks there's so much QB news We're only 10 minutes in. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If you haven't yet voted for Monday MVP, that poll is still live. Some of you are writing in Jake Browning. Oh, yeah, we'll get to Jake from State Farm. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I couldn't help it. It's not Jake from State Farm. (laughs) What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? (laughs) Khakis. That's such a classic commercial. I know. Oh, no. I don't know what. I never even watch commercials. I don't know what that says about me. That that one I can regurgitate. But speaking of Trevor, we didn't get a whole lot from Doug Peterson after his quarterback had to be helped off the field in the fourth quarter. I don't have any information yet on Trevor. We're still evaluating him, you know, so he'll have more, um, you know, um, tests and things done here tonight and tomorrow. So I'll probably have a better update for you tomorrow on that Doug Peterson head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars now I've seen multiple reports on social let me just qualify it by saying I don't think they finished all the tests but these are some of the fears speculation some of the leaks that are coming out of the Bengals locker room Bengals sorry Jaguars locker room although I wouldn't be surprised if it reached the Bengals locker room too (laughs) This is according to Adam Schefter. Initial testing showed that Trevor Lawrence sprained his ankle per source. Lawrence is scheduled to undergo additional testing tonight and Tuesday to determine the extent of the injury and how much time he will miss. But I've also seen a differing report, which is that There is a fear. Where did this come from? I think this was, hmm, is this Ian Rappaport? I'll have to go back and find it. But I did see a report that they worry he's actually broken a bone in his leg. Now, Trevor Lawrence was in the locker room with his teammates after the game. According to Cameron Wolf. There was nothing wrapped on his ankle, and he was standing on his own. Though he did have crutches for support. Okay, so he seemed to be better than when we last saw him on the field. That doesn't necessarily mean that 
he's going to be able to make the start next week. Again, I'll have to find the other report, but there was actually some talk that he might have broken a bone. Let's hope it's just an ankle sprain, but man, it hurt because he was pounding the turf. So there is good news if you're a Bengals fan or how about this? If you're a fan of any other team in the AFC that is vying for the top spot, Jaguars could have taken it over with a win. They did not. Bengals are back in the mix with an overtime victory. Man, the plot thickens in the AFC. And on the other side, the NFC coming up in 45 minutes. You know how much we love our friend Annie Herman of the Pack-A-Day podcast in Green Bay. They are talking playoffs in Packers country. Come on, that would have been absurd a month ago. We've seen some teams resurrect their seasons from the dead, have we not? The Broncos, the Vikings, the Packers. We've seen some teams figure out how to go from the basement and the purgatory of their divisions or their conferences into the playoff picture. Of course, we've seen the opposite too. But that's what they mean when they say it's a long season. Don't look now, but the Bengals are part of the equation in the AFC as well. It's so much fun with five weeks to go. What am I thinking getting married on an NFL Sunday? (laughs) I mean, I'll miss you and all, but... I'm sorry, what did you say, Jay? Behind the double pane glass, no, what no. did you just say? I think it'll be all right. <laughs> you think it'll be okay? <laughs> I think you'll be able to have a good time. I'll survive without worrying about football. I think so. I will not be the bride who is watching football on her phone on an NFL Sunday when I'm getting married. And actually right in the middle of the national TV window, too. You're not going to sneak it? <laughs> the wedding starts at the exact same time. As the national window in that that second round of games every Sunday afternoon, who even knows what the the national the nationally televised game is? Should we look? Should we try to speculate yeah. just for fun about week? It's week fifteen, so it's not next weekend, but the week after. Let's look at the schedule. Let's figure it out, Jay. It'll be the after hours game of the week, and I'll be getting <laughs> married right in the middle of it. Uh oh, you know what it is? I'll I'll bet you money. It's San Francisco and Philadelphia. How much do you want to bet? Oh, wait. That was this week. Yeah. What am I looking at? I swear it's I went to. The 17th. Week 15. I was like, wait a minute. We just saw them. <laughs> Let's see. 17th. How about Dallas-Buffalo? That's what it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be Dallas-Buffalo. It's going to be a big one, too. Hmm. Oh, well. You'll have to let me know how it goes. <laughs> but what about if, like, the 1 o'clock slate's going to be coming down to that final witching hour? There's going to be some crazy drama going along. You're going to have to. No. Guys, just wait five minutes. It's, no. run. it's overtime. Negative ghost. Are you kidding me? I will not even look at one score on my phone that day. No way. I'll have cupcakes and cookies and family and friends and the shoe game and my dress and hair and makeup and my vows and all those things on my mind. Bucks Packers. Big ball card push. Uh, are you kidding me? You actually think I'm going to even give one thought to Baker Mayfield on my wedding day? <laughs> Stop it. That is the worst thing you've ever said to me. You must have a very low opinion of me. 
<laughs> All right. Excited. Ready to go. We made it through our Monday. And yeah, like I said, there's some bad news. It was awful. But there's also some good news. The plot thickens, she said, dramatically. On Twitter, ALAW Radio, if you haven't voted for Monday MVP. Also on our Facebook page, good to connect with you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. First and goal from the four-yard line for Jacksonville. No score in the game, 657 in the first. They run an option to the right. They pitch it to Travis Etienne. Etienne in the end zone. Touchdown. Travis Etienne scores in Jacksonville. Strikes first. Chase goes in orbit motion behind the QB. They give it to Mixon. Oh, Lowers his shoulder pads. Yeah. And with nice. second effort, he's into the end zone. Touchdown. Bengals as Jamar Chase went behind the quarterback Browning drawing a little bit of attention in that direction Mixon ran left and took it into the end zone off the field on the money and after hours it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence There's a lot of ties, a lot of back and forth, a good tug of war between the Jaguars and the Bengals. Monday Night Football, highly entertaining, just marred by a couple injuries. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Between Travis Etienne and Joe Mixon, got a couple of rushing touchdowns to start. And in fact, Mixon had two scores in the first half for the Bengals, including that one to cap a 92-yard march with Jake Browning at the helm. It was a sign of things to come. Yeah, in the first half, we had three consecutive drives between the two teams that all featured touchdowns. There was a lot happening, and there were some large chunk plays in this game for both teams. Empty backfield, 22 of Cincinnati, first and 10, shotgun snap. Here's a quick throw to the far side, caught by Ingram, 20. Far sideline, 15, got a block, 10. The five down the far sideline. Did he get in? He did. He got in on the far side inside the pylon. 
caught it, ran, got a block, broke a tackle, and takes it in on a 22-yard catch and run for Jacksonville. And they've gone up 13-7 late here in the second quarter. Three receivers right, one out to the left. Five-man rush. Browning throws it deep downfield for oh, Chase. Baby. Over the shoulder oh. catch. He's off to see the it, races at the 20, the 10, and he will back his way into the end zone for the Bengals' touchdown. Oh, baby. I'll tell you what. He burned with a capital B, Tyson Campbell. I mean, burned him. That ball was, I mean, Jake Browning, Jake the Snake, puts it on Jamar Chase. Tyson Campbell dives to try to knock it down. Jamar Chase kind of backs into the end zone, puts it in reverse, and he took the shot from Cisco Kid. On Bengals radio, that's the longest play of the night, 76 yards, and Jamar Chase is always a danger to break one of those open. So, yeah, that'll pad the stats for Jake Browning, no doubt. Bam! Bam! (laughs) Bam! I missed that tonight on the Bengals radio network. I uh, just watching that Jamar Chase catch. Now multiple times we've got d- two different TVs up in front of us here in the studio and NFL Network just replayed it. So, between the two teams, plenty of offense. Where exactly was the defense? That was the question. I mean, there were a couple of defensive plays that are worth writing home about. But for the most part, these two offenses were flying high. Uh, But Kevin Harlan does a phenomenal job describing the one defensive play that, mm, while it was definitely an interception, it was one of those kind of, oh, what do we have here moments. Shotgun snap to the Bengal quarterback. Goes laterally caught by Boyd. He wants to throw, and he does it. He throws an interception. It's caught by Allen. He goes from the 20 to the 10. The hash mark to the 9. Down he goes. I don't know what they were doing there. The wide receiver (laughs) caught the lateral pass, trying to throw it back across the field. Picked off by the Jaguar. Now it's first and goal at the 9. I love how he says the Jaguar. Yes, it was uh, Josh Allen who was just standing there. All he had to do was put his hands up, and the ball hit him right in the hands. I'm not sure. Well, see, here's the deal. Tyler Boyd, welcome to the world of quarterbacks, right? Where uh, sometimes you just don't see these very large men who are standing in your way because you're fixated on your target. And in this case... I don't know how you missed Josh Allen, but he was right there. So, yeah, Kevin Harlan on Westwood one. That's middle of the third, and it leads to a Trevor Lawrence one-yard touchdown run. So, yeah, back and forth we went. Now, ultimately, uh, you you saw the Trevor Lawrence injury. That became the really big deal. Think it might be an ankle sprain. Waiting to hear more. Get into overtime And Jake Browning has an opportunity to engineer a game-winning drive and actually run the clock down. The clock management was smart by the Cincinnati Bengals. And Evan McPherson reminded me of when he was a rookie and he was yapping on the sidelines as the Bengals were about to have a kick for the AFC Championship. Remember, he was... He was telling anybody who would listen, ah, looks like a good day to go to the AOC championship. Or look, it just goofy. So I wonder if he still does a little yapping on the sidelines. Adam Midas fires it back. Robbins puts it down. The kick is on its way. It is good. Yeah, baby. Yeah. There's a penalty flag down. Oh, no. 
at the 28-yard line, but the Jaguars think it's on them. Right. They are walking toward the sideline in dejection. Unsportsmanlike anticlimactic on the defense, leaping. Penalties decline. Field goal is good. And that was what it was, leaping. <laughs> a 48-yard field goal by Evan McPherson has given Cincinnati a 34-31 overtime win. The Bengals are still alive in the playoff chase. They're back to 500 at 6-6. Six six. Well, <laughs> it's just uh, not the typical energy and excitement we get at the end of a Bengals win. That's interesting. Dan Horton, Dave Lapham, or it could be the production department that we had cutting cutting things off at odd times. Bam! Bam! There, thank you. Bam! Can we fake it? Can we fake it with the Dave Lapham bam? No! And not no. bam! <laughs> okay. All right. Otherwise, without the Trevor Lawrence injury, we're talking about an incredible Monday night game. I've been lamenting so many of the primetime games just being buzzsaws, slugfests, five to two after the first half, or two field goals in a cloud of dust. We actually had a really entertaining high-flying game, but we'll see what the implications are for Jacksonville. Didn't Christian Kirk leave this game too? I think he left with a groin injury as well in the first quarter. And so, yeah, there are definitely some injuries, but the quarterbacks are the ones that are notable simply because the numbers, uh, they just keep going up, 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 up. It's like gas prices over the last few years. Up, 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 up. Hi, Marco. Oh, hello. What are you doing over there? Uh, watching TV. What? Well. I can hear that's and what, watch. That's and what Jay's things. doing a lot of times well, when I mean, I'm trying to do a show. There's two TVs in front of me. I'm watching the highlights. That's what I always wind <laughs> up doing. I can still hear you. How was your weekend? Uh, not bad. Yourself? Well, yeah, I, I was here most of it. So Here? I thought your new full-time position allowed you to take weekends off. It does usually. It does usually. You're too nice to this company. Uh, no. What has this company ever done for you? No, that's no, no, no. Because this is a little <laughs> different. Uh, I was hosted on the New York side, so I was here on the overnight Saturday. Oh, and the Sunday. Uh, well, then no complaining. That's what I'm saying. What did you talk about? Don't wait. First of all, before you answer that question, I was reminded this. Well, it wasn't quite this time, but a, about 23 hours ago, I was out wandering the hallways, going to get some water and taking a breather from all the NFL action. And I walk by the New York studios. For those of you who don't know, CBS Sports Radio is in lower Manhattan and our New York affiliate is right next door. So I'm walking by the New York studios and the host is yelling back and forth with a caller who I swear was on the verge of tears. He was about to have a, a, a just a, a breakdown of some mm-hmm. sort. Do you know what they're yelling about? It's week 13 in the NFL. It's the college football playoff rankings they're arguing about hot stove baseball, and the caller mm-hmm. was about to lose his mind. Oh, yeah. And I was reminded of two things. Number one, thank goodness I don't have to take calls if I don't want to. And number two, I could not do local radio anymore. We're in the middle of the winter. Well, it's not even the winter. In the middle of the late fall, the NFL and college football are supposed to be all the rage, and you're arguing about what might happen mm-hmm. in hot stove baseball. Mm-hmm. No. The Yankees who just yep. simply don't hit. Sounds awful. Tell me you were not arguing with callers about hot stove baseball over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, we probably did about two hours of it. Yeah. Yankees and Mets hot stove with the winter meetings coming up now with the Juan Soto stuff with the Mets trying to 
fix their rotation? It's New York Sports Radio. Yeah, that's... New York does have two football teams. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on the Jets. Giants are on the bye this week. So, a little less on the Giants. A lot less on the Giants. More on the Jets. Huh. Plenty on hot stove. That sounds awful. Um. Okay. I enjoyed it, but thank you. <laughs> well, considering the I mean, hat you're wearing, yes. I, yeah, but it's also, that's what... That's what New York radio is. You play to what hits, right? I mean, that's... No, I'm not, re- I'm not referring to you. I'm just referring to the idea that there's it's, so much else much going as, on. As much as everyone doesn't necessarily agree from the outside. No, no, everyone no, no. In New I'm York, national. No, no, no. I'm not New York. Anyone in New York knows that New York is a baseball town. Of course. My point was, I would rather be talking about what's happening than guessing about what might happen. And then just the whole caller who was about to lose his mind... Over wow. Yankees hot stove baseball in November. Oh, it's December. In December. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. No way. I couldn't do it. Okay. More power to you. I hope they pay you a lot of money. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. All right. Glad to hear it. All right. You guys need to follow Marco on. I don't even know what your Twitter is. I know I follow you, but what is your Twitter? It's my name. It's your name. Sweet. <laughs> so it's very original. It's your name. No one else has That's the it. name. So, uh, on Twitter, no. No one else has the full name of Marco Belletti yeah. on Twitter. If you want to also hear Marco as a host, I'm sure you put your your show. Times I try up to there. do that. I'll be on if you're. I'll be on this Saturday. I don't know the date. Is that the ninth, the tenth? I don't know exactly what the dates are. Uh, this Saturday night from six to ten Eastern in New York on WFAN. You should ask if you can fill in for me while I'm gone for three, four weeks or some such nonsense. I'm gone for a long time. Above my pay grade. Well, here's the thing, though. You wouldn't be able to talk about Yankees hot stove baseball on this show. I'd like to think I'm I'm not one-dimensional. Uh, I, I, I did not that say was, that. that was, it, that's what was the start of the story on the fan, on New York, and that's some of the stuff we did. Okay. But I, I, could, I, I, well, think I don't I can know what's above your stuff. pay grade. To ask of Have when I'm... Have you heard some of the people who fill in on this show? Well, I don't, I, I'm not doing that. Um <laughs> But yeah, I don't. When they tell me to go, or they ask me, then that's when you know we'll see. Wait, I don't think Marco realized what he just said. I said, "Have you heard some of the people who well, feel on the show?" I he mean, goes, "I don't do that." Well, <laughs> I meant it as I'm not taking shots at anybody else. I, I everybody I work with, we're, we're all good. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not getting into that. And problem. If it's a good chance, if you're not here, I'm not here. There's oh, there's sweet. a lot a lot of times you're getting married as well. There's not a lot of times. We work the same schedule, basically. There's not a lot of times that you're not here and I'm here. All right. I didn't know that because I wasn't here. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> Except that I wouldn't expect that you'd be taking time off for the wedding, for my wedding. I am not, no. Uh, I will be taking some time off for the holidays, though. I won't be here for some of that. Oh, good. All right. Well, I'm glad because you deserve that after all these years of working whenever they tell you to. Basically, yes. <laughs> all right. Marco can talk hot stove baseball with the best of them in December. So that's worth listening to. Uh, you can vote for our Monday MVP, A-Law Radio, our Facebook page too. And coming up, we'll let you hear from Jake Browning. Jake Browning and CJ Beathard. And yet we had one hell of a game. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. 
you deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Monday Night Football. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Browning is going to be under center. Double tight ends in the game. Mixon is the running back. Chase goes in motion behind Mixon. Quarterback sneak. Browning surging forward. And they are not going to give it to him. I didn't think he got... Not yet, at least. I didn't think he got the exchange real cleanly. I thought that he had an issue there. Touchdown! (laughs) A very late call. And Jake Browning got the ball over the goal line for the touchdown. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On Bengals Radio, Jake Browning to the rescue. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, the team comes out of a three-game losing skid in which they also see Joe Burrow lost for the season. And now they turn to Jake Browning, who had the most passing yards of any Bengals QB so far this year. I felt really good coming out of this week, getting ready for this game. And, uh, I mean, he just lit the world on fire. I, I have to... I'm, you know, I wasn't sure if we had an incompletion if the ball had hit the ground yet. And I just thought he managed the game beautifully well. Felt like we were in rhythm. Um, I think the stats kind of show that. Uh, and just an overall top to bottom, good offensive performance. It did good today, honestly. You know, it was real loud. I, we, he was screaming. So, I mean, that was <laughs> not, not for real, man. It, it gets so loud in there, you really can't hear. And Jake was screaming, and that's what we needed. You know what I'm saying? He picked his voice up and was checking and just making sure the huddle was tight, too. So, you know what I'm saying? He showed a lot of poise today. And he had the opportunity to really show off his chops in that overtime and that late drive. And, yeah, you can imagine, even though he's been in the NFL for a few years, just being out there on that stage, nationally televised, there were a lot of Bengals fans in Jacksonville, but you're still on the road. And Jamar Chase points out it's loud. You got to be in control of your huddle and in control of your emotions. You know, once they won the toss and got the ball, basically, like, all right, we need a field goal. And uh, so there's a couple of third down throws that I think were big there. But I don't know. You're kind of just in the moment when it's all going going on, and I'm still kind of in that mode. I don't totally even remember all the throws. <laughs> I love when athletes tell us they kind of blacked out out there, hit some huge home run or get this uh, incredible play, this incredible moment, uh, kind of blacked out out there. Don't even remember really what happened. (laughs) It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Sure, you can write in Jake Browning for Monday MVP. We've got the poll still running for the next few hours, so check it out on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter, and then Facebook as well. By the way, speaking of our social media, brand new YouTube video to be dropping in the next couple hours too. Producer Jay did a phenomenal editing job. Not that we needed him to edit us. That's not what I'm saying. But 
lining up audio and video and getting it to sync up for our YouTube channel, it's not as easy as he makes it look. So I'm always really proud of him when he gets through these big editing projects. As for the Jaguars, they could have taken over the top seed in the AFC. That did not happen. And it was C.J. Beathard that had to finish the game out because Trevor Lawrence was helped off the field with what is being described as an ankle injury in the fourth quarter. Got a lot of confidence in C.J. And, um, you know, he's, he's a veteran player. He's played a lot of football. And um, if he happens to be the guy, then, then uh, you know, we get behind him and support him. Your first instinct is uh, it just sucks for Trevor. You see him on the ground hurting. Um, that sucks. It kind of takes – Takes a breath away on the sidelines, all the guys and stuff. When when you see your starting quarterback hurting like that, um, but then you know it quickly flips into going into a two-minute drive to try and tie the game or win the game. Um, so you don't really have much time to for the nerves to kick in. You just kind of got to go. So CJ had to step onto the field, and and to me, I just love to think about the emotional transition and and what happens like physiologically, when you're just chilling out, maxing, relaxing. I mean, you're watching the game. You're following along. You've got a headset on, but you're not wearing a helmet, and you're not expecting to go in, and then, boom, uh, your number just got called. In the middle of a series, no less. Time to go, CJ. He did actually talk to Trevor in the lo- in the locker room afterwards, and the reports are, including from CJ, that he was smiling, he was all right, he wasn't in a real terrible pain, it didn't seem like. So what did go wrong in the loss, Doug Peterson? Points to the fact that Cincinnati rushed for 156 yards, right? So as much as we talk about offense, and and that's – Highly entertaining, especially considering some of the games that we've seen over the last few weeks as quarterbacks drop like flies. We've seen more and more of these kind of struggle games, struggling offenses. Um, But we finally get a game where there's a ton of points and a lot of yards racked up. And then the idea is, well, what went wrong? And Doug points to his defense with 156 yards rushing allowed. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.